I think that uh, many people have problems to say no, and we have to say no to the to friends, to loved mm -hmm. ones, to people because it's uh, it protects us uh, from doing something that we don't uh, want to do. So um, it's very important part uh, of our communication and uh, um, relationships that uh, we can say no if we have enough time or if you can't do uh, something for our friend mm -hmm. or for our family member and it uh, helps us and it protects us from uh, for example some mental disorders and it's very um, important part for our well-being yes episode 257 of a to the show well um, us, <laughs> A2, well, Ali here, traveling around the world, so many different countries. Today we're in Georgia, in Europe, um, with Isa. How's it going, Isa? Thank you, fine. I'm uh, in Georgia, and here now is uh, 20 uh, evening. 20. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's nighttime. <laughs> it's like morning for me. Mm -hmm. All right, sounds good, Isa. How's, um, well, what do you do? Tell us a little bit more about what you do. Uh, I'm psychologist, psychotherapist. Uh, I'm working with uh, cognitive behavioral therapy in my country, and also I have online sessions here and um, in abroad. Okay. Uh, so uh, I'm trying to help people with this. Mm -hmm. Um, direction of the psychotherapy and uh, this means that uh, we uh, we have some connections uh, between uh, thoughts uh, emotions and behaviors i think it's very interesting right all right wow cool okay and why did you uh, even get started doing this work uh, because um, from childhood uh, I love communication uh, with people and uh, um, I love to help people with some other ways but then um, I think about it uh, what about psychotherapists what about psychologists I uh, have not known about this uh, direction in childhood but uh, I like it and then I decided to um, to um, study this direction and uh, uh, I chose the CBT because uh, I searched uh, some uh, of in the internet and then I decided that it is uh, oh, wow. very helpful and mm -hmm. it is very uh, popular in Europe. Mm -hmm. All right, sounds good, sounds good. And um, well, there's something, I guess let's jump right into it. There's something I was thinking about concerning like boundaries. I love your post, first of all, I love reading through your post and uh, there's one about boundaries you wrote. And um, I was thinking that have like boundaries changed throughout these past couple of years with the internet and social media and everything? Um, are we now closer to each other or farther from each other? What do you think? Um, I think boundaries is needed uh, yeah. every people because, um, for example, on Instagram, uh, many people um, write me messages that they need some help or they need some advices, but uh, I have no time to answer all of them right away. And uh, they they write me that, uh, please answer now, I'm here. I am, um, I'm looking that you are here, <laughs> that you're online. It's very bad because I have my life, I have my job right. and I have no time to answer all of them. And this is uh, very important to protect our boundaries from the internet also. Oh, wow, that is true. Because sometimes your personal life and your professional life get mixed up and when people start knowing where you are and stuff it gets tricky 
Uh, what do you think? So what do you suggest to those people who are reaching out to you and um, they're looking for someone to help them? <laughs> but unfortunately, you can't help everyone. So what should they do? Uh, the first step is very, uh, the first step is psychoeducation and uh, uh, I'm uh, just making it uh, free in my, on my page so they can uh, read my posts, they can read many psychologist posts and uh, find out some problem answers uh, uh, in psychoeducation is some answer but some people need therapy and uh, there uh, is no other choice that they need therapy and they, that they have to go to the psychotherapist or psychologist. I see. So you think that if a lot of people are stressed and are messaging you or have problems, you think a lot of that can first be fixed with psychoeducation? So like learning about psychology will help them? How do you think so? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes, yes. Uh, because mm -hmm. uh, uh, psychoeducation in the therapy also during the psychotherapy process is very important and we um, find some other information for the clients and we uh, teach them what is for example panic attack and what is panic disorder and this is the first step uh, in the therapy and then there's some other uh, techniques and strategies so i think if some people have not money or if they cannot time to go to the psychotherapist or psychologist they can read uh, uh, more about psychology more about their condition for example panic attacks panic disorder right. or depression mm -hmm. and other mm -hmm. um wow i guess so right because if you know more about it you feel more in control because you know what symptoms you can expect but also at the same time i i um i know what you think about this but sometimes people self-diagnose and say hey i actually have depression when they don't really have depression and then they start thinking they have these symptoms right it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy right um have you seen anything like that where people um think they have something <laughs> more extreme mm -hmm. where in reality they cannot yes it's uh, very important and the, all of uh, them are googling and some symptoms and they <laughs> right yeah <laughs> google is right no google is not right because there are many um, some information that uh, um, you should uh, ignore because uh, it's it's it is not right so the first step here is to go to the psychiatrist who uh, can make you uh, the right diagnosis if you have some of them because uh, it's very stressful that uh, some people uh, say that i am bipolar you are not bipolar because you have mood changes it's uh, right uh, not right so uh, mm -hmm. please uh, if you have some problems you can go to the uh, right uh, professionals right that's true right um sounds good so what when do you when is that point where people should go see a therapist right you said some people can help themselves psychoeducation and then when should people reach out to you and other therapists mm -hmm. okay um the first clear they can uh, try to uh, observe the observe uh, their feelings, uh, their thoughts, and uh, try to help themselves. But uh, if they can't uh, handle their problems uh, independently, and uh, if uh, their problem interrupts their life, everyday life, for example, in job, in personal life, or for example, at school, then right. they should go to the psychotherapist or psychiatrist. Right. Right. All right. Wow. That's really good. And um, okay. So. Um, we talked about boundaries a little bit earlier. I want to dive a little deeper more into boundaries. Everyone needs boundaries, right? Um, how would you 
describe boundaries between like friendship, for example. How is that different than boundaries between regular people? Um, boundaries between friendships or right. So, like, let's say I don't know. Are, is that are the boundaries different between like let's say you and a loved one, right, versus you and some random person? Is it different, or does everyone have like the same boundaries? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh, many people have problems to say no, and we have to say no to the to friends, to loved mm-hmm. ones, to people because it's uh, it protects us uh, from doing something that we don't uh, want to do. So um, it's very important part uh, of our communication and uh, um, relationships that uh, we can say no if we have enough time or if you can't do uh, something for our friends. Mm-hmm. or for our family member and it uh, helps us and it protects us from uh, for example some mental disorders and it's very um, important part for our well-being right no that's that's good you say that because sometimes it's hard for even me to say no to someone like my friend or someone I'm close to just because I don't want to disappoint them I don't want them to be sad or angry right because I love that person I want them mm-hmm. to feel like uh, I know Good. So when some people, uh, some people feel obliged for uh, right. someone to do something for them, but we are not obliged to do uh, something and to explain our uh, behavior. We are not obliged right. we, to our friends or some other people. I see. I see. Well, that's, I'm really glad you said that. That's really good. And what about like between you and your um your family for example right you have like boundaries between you and your family um is that the same for everyone or is it different depends on each family um what do you think uh, some mm-hmm. some are the same but we mm-hmm. can use them individually because uh, we have our uh, family different family members and uh, everyone have different mood so we have to um, think about it uh, how we treat uh, to our for example uh, mom father uh, husband or wife or something other right. so uh, we have to um, use uh, the way some communication way and um, to treat them uh, very carefully because it's very important uh, uh, not to be obliged to explain our um, uh, behaviors but uh, not to, uh, for example, uh, say that I'm uh, with you, I can do everything, and then we will be very tired for uh, at the end of the day when <laughs> we've done everything, but right. we have no time uh, to ourselves. Right, right. Um, no, that's good not to have to feel obligated to a family because sometimes I feel, I do notice some people are trapped with their families and then they argue a lot with their families and... Um, it gets into a bad habit cycle, right? Um, how how does one get away from that then? Let's say you are in this habit of just being mean to each other. Um, how do you change that? Um, we can uh, listen to each other and we can say to each other, for example, when I see that uh, I have 
uh, anger uh, and I'm very angry, I can say that now I can control my emotions and we can talk about that uh, uh, after some hours, for example. It's very, uh, it's not easy, uh, but we can say that uh, if, we want, if we know that uh, our anger is very high, uh, I can say that you can assess your uh, every emotion. It will be anger, mood or uh, anxiety. And what about anger? You can assess your anger in a 10 point scale when 10 uh, point means that you are very angry right. one point means that you are not angry and five is middle so when you uh, see that uh, your anger is five and it is increasing you can stop communication and you can uh, go away or uh, do some <laughs> another and uh, for example do breathing exercises and decrease your anger all right so basically are you trying to say never um, or don't have interactions with people when you're emotionally yes. up, right? Mm -hmm. yes. Why is that a bad idea? Um, when you are talking to people when you are angry, mm -hmm. you may say some, uh, uh, some um, things, uh, some phrases that then uh, that will be very hard, harmful right. for them. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, very, it's not uh, uh, right, I think. <laughs> Right. Wow, that's great. Because you did, you did say just it's good to communicate and talk to people, but at the same time, you have to know for yourself mm -hmm. when is the right time, I guess, to talk to someone mm -hmm. and let them know yes. how you feel. Wow. Because sure. there will, then will be less uh, disappointment uh, when you uh, don't say some uh, harmful things. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. And something else I want to talk about to you is uh, change. So have you seen people um, I mean, you're a therapist, right? So I'm sure you've seen people change their behavior. So for someone right, right, right now who feels like they're stuck in a rut or they're they're not doing too great and they want to make a change, um, can they make a change? Can everyone change for the better? Yes, I think that everyone can change if they want and uh, uh, if they are doing some uh, things, some steps for changing. But uh, remember that we can change only ourselves. We can mm -hmm. change other people. Uh, it's not our job. So we can uh, work on ourselves and we can change ourselves, our behaviors, our emotions. And uh, it's very um, long way and it's not easy but uh, uh, if we try if we work on ourselves we can do it we can change ourselves i see only right ourselves right only ourselves right you can't change other people <laughs> sometimes you want to but you really can sometimes i have like mean roommates or something i'm like <laughs> i really wish i what do you do in a situation like that where you um where you do feel good yourself but when you're in an environment or you have to be in, let's say, like your family or like your apartment and you have roommates maybe that are uh, bringing down your, making you more stressed maybe. Um, in one sense, like they're your friends, you want them not to stress you out, but these people are negative and they're stressing you out. Um, what what do you do? Do you try to like cut the core, cut the relationship between you or you want to help them out? What do you do? Uh, I'm trying to explain my position. I'm trying to say that mm -hmm. uh, I'm disturbing from their behavior. So right. if we want to communicate, uh, they can uh, uh, use some techniques and they can make some changes. But if not, we cut uh, off our relationship. Oh, wow. Yeah, huh? <laughs> That's one of the things sometimes I realize that I see, like I do have friends 
um, or people that drift away from me and as we grow up and stuff and um, things change and sometimes people are just a drain on you for just a little bit. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard a lot of the time, right? Because they're your friends and you want to be with them and you've been with them for so long. But um, sometimes you just, what do you think you need to like take a break from them or do you think you should just discontinue? Um, how, how would you deal with some, something like that? Uh, sometimes we can adapt some situations, mm-hmm. some people. Uh, we can say that uh, they can't change that themselves and uh, let's uh, communicate with them because I love, for example, I like uh, this communication and uh, they have as positive as negative uh, mm-hmm. characteristics. Uh, so we can adapt some things, some um, behaviors. Okay, yeah, sounds good. Um, sounds good. And. Um, Onto something else I wanted to ask you about. Are there activities that are like good for your mental health? Like essentially, what do you think? So I was having this conversation with my friend. We were sitting down in his apartment. Uh, we were sitting down just watching some TV and I was like, how about we just go out and hang out at the beach? And uh, he was like, dude, it's all the same. Like he said, hanging out here or hanging out at the beach. Um, I was like, I feel freer at the beach. Is there, does it, are there activities that necessarily make you happy or can you just be happy doing anything you like to do? Uh, what uh, if there are some activity if there was uh, there were some activities that um, you loved uh, in your past uh, and now you don't like that you can uh, just remind yourself that for example in past uh, you uh, liked cooking or you liked uh, walking or some uh, other activities and you can try to do now there because during depression some people some people have a pleasure even in right. activities so mm-hmm. they can just uh, uh, try to do some activities uh, what is uh, pleasant for them right right oh i see you try to do something that you think hmm. but that's kind of tricky right because sometimes people who have depression they don't find anything to be pleasing at all right from food to sleep just anything that they usually enjoy a lot they don't enjoy so <laughs> how do you even find what uh is joyous in those moments like how to get out of that rut we just remind them we just mm. asking them that uh, what uh, what was in your past uh, what uh, was you doing in your past and uh, uh, what was pleasant for you and then they uh, remember some things and then they doing but very easy right. steps because they have no energy to do for for so uh, firstly uh, from psychiatrists they have some medications mm-hmm. that increase their mood and then we help them to do some very easy activities i see i see all right so um you say that you can boost the mood from like a negative baseline. How, um, how can, how do you do that? Or how can I do that to myself? Uh, you can possible? boost your right. you can boost your mood mm-hmm. even just doing very uh, easy activities for example even just uh, drinking cola if you like cola and right. even just uh, <laughs> observe this observe and be mindfully during these uh, activities and during the situation if you observe every step of your activities and of your behavior then your mood will boost uh, very little not uh, for example if your mood is too it will not be 10 but right. a little bit. 
yes, a little bit. Yes. I see. So, so, so uh, you should try every day, and then your mood will be increased uh, in some, uh, for example, in some weeks during uh, psychotherapy, maybe if you have. Right. Right. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds good. And um, what about uh, stress? So we talked about <laughs> um, we talked about sadness a bit, but with, with stress, some people are just um, very stressed out. There's a lot on their mind, um, and it's hard to shut that off, right? Because it's just in your head. You can't control what's in your head, can you? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe stress is uh, in our environment, in every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we can um, adapt to stress and we can observe our thoughts, our behaviors and our emotions, uh, what we are thinking during some stressful situations and uh, what reaction uh, we have during that situation. And then uh, we can just uh, uh, make some changes in our behaviors because uh, the environment uh, have um, high in- High impact on our yes, (laughs) yes, on our mind. So uh, we can just uh, uh, change that to observe our feelings. This very important part is the feelings and thoughts. So uh, we must uh, observe our feelings and our thoughts, and then change them in a uh, in rational way. It's very important because uh, all of us have uh, some negative thoughts that are very irrationally. Right. Right, negative thoughts that are very irrational. What about <laughs> negative thoughts that are a little more rational? For example, like people growing or feeling people like people feeling that time is flying by them, right? Um, someone is 30 or younger or older and they're having like a crisis about what am I doing with my life? You know, I've spent all these years doing this one thing. I don't really like it. I want to do something else. Um, when yeah, what do you advise someone like what, that? What is he rationally in this right. thoughts? What is he thinking? Let's say someone who wanted to be whatever, a wrestler, and then he ended up being a businessman for 10, 15 years. And now he's in a tricky spot where he <laughs> wants to go out and be a wrestler, but he uh, he's, he's doing this job. I guess he, like, he, he has this fantasy of going, but um, should he just make, make his own conditions better or should he go and fulfill his fantasy? Uh, dreaming is very important part right. of our life, but mm-hmm. uh, we can just think about it uh, if we can uh, make our dreams come true. If we can't, uh, it's uh, very um, harmful for right. our <laughs> mind it's hard. to, think, to yes. think every day about our dreams. It's not good uh, because mm-hmm. then uh, we have some disappointment and um, uh, our mood will decrease. <laughs> wow! Right. So that's that's <laughs> that's that's it. I'm just wondering, right? Because everyone has. You think a lot of people have dreams and are let down. Um, you think most people, like a lot of people, do, uh, or you say dreams are important. Why is dreaming important? Uh, dreaming is important to improve mm-hmm. our mind, to improve our uh, thinking process and creation, uh, but uh, it has um, its uh, boundaries. So we have to 
dream in some boundaries and we have to dream uh, what we can do, uh, what, what is our, our hands. So uh, if I can be a good psychotherapist, I can uh, dream about it because I will work uh, on myself for some years and then I will be. But right. uh, if I can't, uh, for example, um, uh, if I can't buy in one year Ferrari, I uh, can't dream about it because uh, it will. I will be disappointed in one year. Right, right. Hmm. You don't think that dreaming though can be sometimes motivation for people to do some things that are, you know, more extreme, right? Yes, um, it's motivation sometimes, of course. I see, I see. No, I'm sure. So what is like the, the healthy balance then for, for dreaming, right? So it can be motivation, but then it can also ruin you. <laughs> what mm -hmm. is the, what is the balance? What is a healthy dream? Mm -hmm. Uh, what I said, healthy dream is that you uh, know that you have a little chance to do that. For example, you can uh, think about it and you can say that, for example, in one year you uh, have something in five years. But uh, if you are just dreaming uh, that is not easy to do, uh, is not in your hands and you can't do that, uh, dreaming is uh, not good and dreaming, mm -hmm. dreaming is not motivation. Uh, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. And there you go. <laughs> uh, what about, all right. So you do have a goal you want, but you're not heading to that goal, right? Your behaviors haven't changed. You just have a goal, but, if, um, but without any action. So how, how do you become better at controlling your own behaviors? Let's say you want to wake up early one day, right? You want to start waking up earlier for this work, but every time you can't <laughs> wake up or every time you hit the snooze button, um so snooze you... is not good i think because oh, wow. uh, when we postpone some uh, activities some behaviors so we uh, can't do that never so if we can do something we can do it today we do not postpone them because um, time is flying and uh, one day we will be uh, for example 60 years and we can uh, we uh, did not done nothing so uh, one uh, another i I, my dream is to, to uh, write a very interesting book uh, in my profession, but now I have no time for it because I have many clients, I have many other projects and some training courses, and I can't, uh, I have even time, I have not even time. So one day, for example, in se uh, several years, uh, I will go somewhere. Uh, for example, in the village, uh, in some months, and then I will write. I know that I will write it. It is a, a dream, but I know that I can uh, fulfill this dream. Um, but now I have no time, and I, I'm saying to myself that I'm, I'm have no time now it, for it. But uh, I think that I will do that uh, in one day uh, uh, in my life. No, that's really cool. You say that, and then I'm wondering why you say you have to. You go to the village to write a book. Is it harder than writing a book in uh, where you are, in city? I think that uh, in city uh, there is not uh, a peaceful life. So yeah. I think that I need some peace uh, <laughs> and uh, I need some um, forest, <laughs> uh, wow. some calmness to um, write a book. Right. So don't you want to be more peaceful though? So why are, why are you or why do people stay in cities if they're not peaceful? 
What is um, it a sacrifice, right? <laughs> you sacrifice your peace for whatever meeting people or having clients or work and stuff, but uh, we can be peaceful here also, but right. not whole day. We can be peaceful in, for example, one hour at home. But uh, every day from morning to in till evening, we are working, we are doing some things. We have family members and uh, they need sometimes, our friends need sometimes. So uh, here um, is not peaceful, I think. <laughs> uh, but wow. we can uh, have some peaceful uh, and we can um, rest here also. A little time, not all day. And when we are uh, alone or mm. with, for example, one one person who has the same dreams, who has the, um, for example, same approaches, uh, we can uh, do some uh, activities together. Oh wow! In the village, that, yes, in the village that are peaceful. Wow, that's really cool. You say that because um, it is it is true. I do feel peaceful when I'm not in the city versus when I'm in the city. And then sometimes I just think I should just go out to the village <laughs> for a bit and just whatever, right? Or do something or just have a fun time, a peaceful time. Well, uh, thanks, Isa, uh, for coming over. So I feel like I uh, asked you everything I wanted to ask you. Uh, it was really great uh, having you on the show. Uh, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate it. Um, is Thank there... you. It was very interesting. Yes. Um, is there anything you'd like to let the world know before we wrap up here? <laughs> is there anything you want to say? <laughs> uh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much for inviting. Right. Yes. Uh, yeah, keep learning about your own psychology, right? For those listening, because psychoeducation is huge. If you can control, you know, a bit of your observe psychology. Your feelings, observe yourself and observe your emotions. It's very important. All right. Um, sorry, I do have to ask you one more thing. Listen to that. <laughs> so you say observe. Do you mean observe and how does one observe your you said your emotion your behavior and your what uh observe your emotions your behaviors and your thoughts and your thoughts and how do you thoughts, observe yes. how do you observe those what what does it mean observe that we are observing for example what uh, now mm -hmm. i'm feeling yes right. so, mm -hmm. uh, what symptoms are in my body and um, what I'm feeling. For example, maybe now I'm a little anxious, I'm a, um, a little... Uh, no, I'm, I'm not a little um, a decreased mood. I Now my mood is increasing because yes. it's <laughs> But it is a little anxious because right. it's my, it is not my native language right. and mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, not so easy. Yes, so it's great. You're doing great, though. Is, <laughs> thank you. Yes. This is the observation that I mm -hmm. can find out what emotions I have, what thoughts I have in my mind, and what, uh, what uh, behaviors I'm doing, how I behave. It's very important. Right. All right. Well, there you go. You I... can have a look my page and see uh, the link uh, during uh, behavior, uh, thoughts, and emotions. I have some posts. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We'll link that in the bio. Thanks, Isa. Yes. Everyone, have a good night. Good night. All right, good night. and bye. Thank you. Woo. Have a good day. <laughs>